we're going to be starting our marriage um, relationship marriage series this this morning and it's called what relationship status praise god and i know that there are people that are single in the house some people who are married in the house some people who are just dating some people are you don't scatter praise god you know but god has a word for everyone this morning and i'm so excited that um, i want to bring in the word of god to us this morning it's always a, a delight a privilege and an honor to speak to god's people but um, I'm really trusting God that this message, you know, over the couple um, of weeks that we have, two weeks, three weeks that we have, would actually make a mark in our lives. This message, this series will make a mark in our lives and change us forever. One thing I found out is that if everything is good in your love life, in your relational life, all right, in your married life, almost everything else works out. How many of us can, can tell? Especially married people. You know, when you're fighting with your spouse or, you know, your relationship is not, that's when you drive and you go and enter gutter. Praise God. Has it happened to anyone or is it's just some of us? Praise God. That are so emotional. You know, you can't see well. You can't walk well. You cannot do ministry well. Praise God. You cannot pray well. And you know, the Bible says it that even when husbands and wives are fighting, God himself will not even hear the prayer. Praise God. So relationships, you know, dating, marriage, yeah, it's a very important part of our life. It is so important that the first institution that God created was what? The marriage institution, the family institution. It's so important. And you know, so God is so, you know, God is so thoughtful. Anytime you see the work of God, the hand of God, you see that God puts thought into everything. So when God created heaven and earth, he thought about it that what is the most important thing that humans need? He didn't create a president. I hope you, didn't, you know. He didn't create a political party. I hope you know. He didn't create education. I hope you know. He had seen everything and he had thought about everything. That the most important thing that these people, humans will need on the earth is what? The marriage institution, the family institution. And that was why it was the first thing that he gave man. Marriage is so important. Relationships are married. Relationships are leading to marriage. Praise God. So important. And that was why God gave it to us first. Hallelujah. And then when we are wrapping up everything, the Bible says we are going to have the marriage supper of the Lamb. So it, it's almost as though it starts with marriage and at the end, we are what? Going to end up in a marriage. The first miracle that Jesus did was where? Marriage. Praise God. So sometimes I know that, especially, you know, the guys, we just want to be like, I beg, I beg, the lands to conquer. But the truth is that marriage is actually very important, very foundational to every life, to most people, to all of us, to the system of you know, living for human beings. Praise God. I don't know how to say it, but I'm sure you get that. Marriage is important. Marriage is what? Very important. But I'm going to be speaking to everybody here, whether you're single, you're married, you're dating. And um, one of the things you're dating or is complicated. One of the things I've seen as a pastor, you know, I've pastored for quite a number of years. And, you know, we go to Bible school and they teach us a lot of things. They teach us um, this Holy Spirit anointing this. But, you know, when I get into the field and I start practicing what it means to be a pastor, the most issues that people bring to me is what? Marriage issues. I hardly find people, you know, yes, I want to grow my work in God, but maybe 90% is what? Marriage. Marriage. One thing or the other. Either you are not getting it right, or I want to marry, or is this boy the right one, or why is this woman stressing my life? So I realized that almost everybody goes through these things. And I sit back and ask myself that if God created this thing, why is it that it just looks like it's not working? Today, I'm going to be saying things that will make you think. And I want us to think together. You see, marriage requires what? Wisdom. And the Holy Spirit would expound these words in your heart today. And you will not be the same. I tell you. And I ask myself, why? Why is it that there are so many marriage issues? So many relationship issues. Why? You know, I took myself to prayer and said, Lord, why? Even myself as a, married, as a single person, I had issues. As a married person, I'm growing out of challenges. And I ask, why? And of course, I've learned that for you to know um, how to use a thing, you need to understand why. What is the purpose of marriage? If I ask people here, why marriage? You will laugh. Praise God. You will really laugh because somebody will say, because I'm bored. Ah, this life is too long. Somebody will say, and they will think that this is right, because I really love him. 
Oh, I just love her so much. We've been together for about two years now, three years. And you know, she just makes me happy. He just makes me always happy. And there's nothing next. What, what next is marriage? I mean, our love is so strong. Our bond, some people have already said, oh, praise God. Our love is so strong. And I believe what we have, you know, is just magical. That, that's just, there's nothing, it's just magical. You know, she lights up the room. He makes me, and people think that that's the reason for marriage. Let me first, before I get to, that's not the reason for marriage. Praise God. We will get to the reason for marriage. So I started asking myself, because if you don't know the purpose of a thing, abuse is what? Inevitable. It, see, it's not, it's not English. If I don't know why I have this microphone, I might take it and be using it as a drumstick. I hope you know. I'll get to and I'll be using it as a drumstick. And I'll say, I love my microphones. This microphone is so good. Why marriage? What's the purpose of marriage? Why did God create this thing called marriage? We must set the foundation that marriage is from God. Marriage is not from TV. It's not from, you know, anywhere you want to talk about it. Marriage is not from man. Marriage is from God. But why marriage? And that's the question that I am asking today. Why marriage? We all know that people want to get married. Because every, Wednesday, every Sunday, every Saturday, there's a no one there. One or the other. Praise God. But one thing we don't actually check is that, do we know that people get out faster than they get in, in this generation? Not in America. Because you know, before, with American statistics, we used to read. I heard, Pastor was one that told me, but I actually went to read it. That in the first three weeks of January, there were 4,000 divorce, um, divorces. Not, you know, they put in for divorces, 4,000 in January 2023. 4,000 in Abuja alone. In Abuja alone. And those are the ones that are legally married. So, you know, marriage seems like what we all want, what we all think we have a hang on. But the statistics have proven that there are more people coming out than going in. Yes, there are more. The people that want to enter, they want to enter. Ah, ah. Praise God, I must enter. The reason we have so many divorces is because people don't know why marriage. People don't know why marriage. And I have just three things I want to impress on your hearts today. It's a series, so we're not taking, we're not running, we're crawling. Because this one, we must get it. We must get it. Marriage is beautiful. Marriage is a blessing. Hallelujah. But marriage can be the greatest curse of your life if you don't know why and how to do marriage. So you see, it's 4,000 people are like, why? And the reason is people just don't know what marriage is. So what is marriage for? And before I tell you what it is, I will tell you what it is not. Number one, marriage is not for personal satisfaction. Nobody should go into marriage because I just want to satisfy my life. I want to tick something off the box. And as I'm speaking to you, you might think it's not you, but the Holy Spirit would expound these words in your heart. Listen, we're not doing this series because it's February. We're doing this series because God said so. And your marriage is important. So I'm not about to get us all excited. You'll get excited, but there is a word for you. And you must hear and adjust by the Spirit of God. Some people believe that I'm 32, I'm 28, it's time for me to get married. It's the same way people go into businesses and say, I need money, let me go and start a business. Do they ever succeed? Let's ask ourselves the truth. If you don't know the real reason for business, you know that's why we have plenty of businesses that are failing in Nigeria. Because people just think, you know, I'm, I'm bored, let me start selling granules. Or another person thinks, ah, there's no money in the house. Let me go and quickly start doing human hair. There is a reason for business. And the people that actually prosper in business, you see them. And they're not so many, but the ones that are making the money. Ah, they're making the money. They're not even asking you. You are the one giving them their, your money every week. How many of you here have bought data 10 times this month? Did MTN come and meet you and say, you must buy data. You need it. They understand that you need them. So people that do businesses, they understand the psychology behind it. And they know how to make it work. But there are many people who are selling things that are not doing business. They are just doing buy and sell. It's the same thing with marriage. 
There are so many people who say, I'm old enough to get married. Mommy is pressuring me. So the first reason is personal satisfaction. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be bored. I just go to work and come back and there's really nothing to do. I'm telling you, ask the people who have married and they didn't marry well. You don't know loneliness. Like loneliness in marriage. Oh my Jesus. It's the most frustrating thing. A lot of married people are lonely. Worse than when they were single. Because at least when you were single, you can quickly say, let me just go outside and you know, go and chill. As now that you're married, there's no wife, there's no husband, nothing is happening. Two of you are in the same house, you don't talk for two weeks. Praise God. Amen? Married people can't understand, single people can't understand that concept. No! No! We cannot sleep without settling. My sister, the real people here that I enter, they will tell you, like, oh, but forget that one. <laughs> two weeks! And you can't just up and leave. So you cannot say because I want to satisfy myself. I want to become, you know, I'm just tired. You know, I'm tired of mommy's house. I'm tired of daddy's house. I just feel like it's the next thing to do. That's not a reason for marriage. If you go into marriage for for that reason, I'm sorry to say you most likely will crash. Most likely will crash. Because if you don't know the purpose of a thing, you would misuse it. Number two reason is societal pressure. Ah, that one is so real. And Instagram has helped us. I can't wait. Oh my God. And you know, I used to think this was a joke until I started relating with um, young people. I can't wait. You will see this person. My goodness. The red flags, they're not even red flags. The whole relationship is blood of Jesus. (laughs) From beginning to the end. I, I once heard a story of this. True story. And I, you guys, just listen. And you see, hmm, listen, you know, this lady sent a message. I just love this man, sir. And I don't know, what can I do? Help me to make this relationship work. I just love this man, ma. Okay, what's the issue? You know, um, I really love him. But, excuse me. Um, there was one day, you know, you know, we've been dating for a bit now. You know, I just really love him. And that's the thing, I just really love him. And, you know, he, he went out with some of his friends and True story, I'm not giving you Fabu. And, um, you know, he told me that he was coming over, you know, with some of his friends, his boys, and said, you know, I should pound yam for all of them. Um, and that his, him and his friends just wanted to come and chill. You think that's the problem? You're saying, huh? You know, and I, 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 st- I made this soup quickly, you know, but I've never pounded yam for eight people. And he want, you know, he likes that pounded yam. So I can pound for two. So I had made the soup and everything. So I was thinking that when he comes, you know, his friend will just help us. Maybe he'll help me. I'll boil the yam. I'll do everything quickly. So he'll just help me pound it. You know, so the guy got there. And she just told him in front of her, hi, guys, you're welcome. How is everything? I've made soup. Ah, our wife, glory. You know, those those people. I said, ah, babe, I've not been able to pound the yam because, you know, I can't pound for eight people. And the guy's face changed. True story. And he told these guys, ah, guys, sorry. I'm so sorry that I disappointed you guys. I'm so sorry. You know, we'll do this later. And then he turns and he picks up a cord and he beats her to the pub. And what is the reason? She embarrassed him. True life story. And the reason she was asking for counsel is, what can I do to make it better? Now, when this story went out, hold on. When this story went out, the people that saw it, you know, because it was on social space, went under the comments and started writing, eh, now, but how, she, at least she should have even done for three people. That's to tell you that a lot of people don't know why they are getting married. The only reason this girl wanted this marriage so bad was because she wanted to walk down the altar. It didn't end there. Praise God. It didn't end there. Some of us are laughing. Some of us know those men or those girls. And some of us might be in those shoes. And later she went to school. And then she, a friend called her and said, Ah, there's this guy, you. There's this girl that's always in your boyfriend's house. Let me tell you what you should do. Just come at night. Don't let him know you're coming from school. See advice, so good advice, Abby. It's good advice, right? Uh, let me, I'm noting you that you're saying good advice. Just leave school and come to his house in the middle of the night. At least that way, the girl can't run. You will trap them. Lo and behold, she did it. True story. And guess what happened? There was a girl. Guess what the guy said? He said, well, 
It's late. It's a one room. Three of us will sleep here together. And three of them slept in the house. And this sister still believed. What can I do to make it work? And the brother too still believed that he was a man doing relationship right. I said that to say this. The only reason this woman stayed was because she wanted to be Mrs. Somebody. Why? Pressures. Her mother had ringed it in her ear. Wrong it in her ear. You must marry this year. You are not getting younger. You must marry this year. And so because of this pressure from the left and from the right, which yes, our parents love us and they understand the importance of marriage. They understand the benefits of marriage. But just understanding that marriage is good and the benefits doesn't mean you should be pushed into it. Some people is for the social media. There are many people who plan their wedding dance more than their wedding, their marriage. There are many people who go for choreography for six months for the wedding dance and will say we don't need marriage counseling. Why? We are in love. Our love is strong enough to overcome everything. Praise God. Praise God. But they will go to a dance instructor for three months. Pay their money. Why? Because they prefer the wedding day. Societal constructs. Praise God. From friends, pressures from friends. The one that I find amazing and is probably the most popular is because of money. Praise God. There are a lot of people here who are getting married because of financial security. Remember, we are talking of reasons why you, mo- you shouldn't get married. These are the wrong reasons. There are over 100, but I'm just going to pick about four, five, maximum 10. Why? Because it's plenty. There are a lot of ladies today who the reason they are with this guy and guys too, especially in this Abuja, is because, ah, I beg. Let me just, the poverty, the suffer where I don't suffer is too much. What I saw in my father's house is too much. What the suffering, no, 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 I'm not doing that with anybody. And sometimes we don't even know that some, for some women, that is what drives us into being extreme. For some guys, it's what drives them into being extreme as well. I must get this money. Ah, the disrespect my mother gave my father because of he didn't have money. I must never see it. So you see guys working hard, working so hard. Say, until I earn this amount of millions, I can never put a woman in my house. So he's only comfortable to put a woman in his house when he has money. So the reason for marriage is what? I'm comfortable financially. And we've always known this. Let me tell you this for free. Any relationship based on monetary value and gain will not last. Don't let me get into the reasons why. Let me just give you the headliner. It is proven over and over again. Plus the ones that sign prenuptial agreements and don't sign it, all of them, when the reason for marriage is for finances, security, I don't want to suffer anymore, I need somebody that will elevate me and change my status, that marriage won't last. Praise God. Are we together? Another very wonderful reason why people get married is because that's my happily ever after. And that one is from the movies. Praise God. Hallelujah. The movie always ends on the wedding day. After all the hustle, after all the bustle, after everything. And at the end of the day, you just show the love and they're, they're kissing. So that's the end. I cannot be happy except I'm married. It's a lie. I cannot be happy except I'm married. I cannot be fulfilled in life except I'm married. Statistics have shown that most women find purpose after divorce. In this Nigeria as well. No, it's not Yibo people. Because we get to a point, especially us women, because God has wired us with such a deep desire to have a family, which is good. However, we carry it out in the wrong ways. Because I think that that man is going to make me happy. How? How is it? How can one human being be responsible for all your happiness? How? It is virtual. You, you yourself, you can't make yourself happy every day. True or false? Have you? Look at all your life. Start from GS3. Maybe that's what you can remember. From GS3 to now, you're 30-something or 40-something. Have you made yourself happy all through? You now want to carry that responsibility, that burden, and give it to another human being. Man, you might be like you. That is probably going to have issues in life. 
He will be driving one day, the flat tire will hit him, something will hit him on the road, sickness, anything can come, and you expect that that's why I married you. The reason I married you is because I must be happy. You know, we have very funny mindsets. Very funny mindsets. The whole, your whole happiness in this world, you have given it to one man or one woman. And it's not just women, no, there are men like that. Happily ever after is not a reason why people marry. Hello? Are you thinking, are you crossing your own now? All the ones you have written. This, this man, oh, Jide is just going to make me happy for life. Jide just makes me smile. Oh, Shaquina, Shaquina, whenever I see her, oh, my, my Jesus. Oh, I'm just in love. Praise God. You see, marriage does not complete any human being. Marriage complements you. Marriage does not complete any human being. I'm still going to get to the purpose of marriage. Marriage only does what? It complements you. See, why am I saying marriage? Because when you know what to look for in marriage, your dating will be easy. Yeah, a lot of people, why are you dating him? I was bored. To be frank, why did I start dating? I was bored. That's the honest truth. I'd finished secondary school. There's nothing to do. Asu was on strike. Praise God. It's the truth. I was at home for one year before Jesus quickly hijacked me. My friend came and said, ah, there's this guy, yo. Hey, ah, okay. Let me tell you the reasons. His father had money. Praise God. It's not as if I was poor, but I mean, if somebody else wants to just spend money on me, why not? The second reason I started dating, I was, money, money is not there, but it was a factor. And I was bored, sincerely. I would just wake up, wash plates, look around. You know, there should be somebody I'm talking to at night that is just saying, I miss you. <laughs> that was why, you. Praise God. So your happily ever after is not in the hands of anybody. You must be complete. You must be complete. You will see the reason why. And it's not a very... Hmm. Number, another reason, I don't know the number. It's because five, sex. Ha! Single people believe that in the morning, what married people do? Married people, please come and tell us the truth. We wake up like this. Say, baby. Say, baby. Let us ward that bed. Some people cannot get past that in their mind. Say, man. There are two sets of people, though. The ones that they are looking forward to marriage as, ah, ah. Let pastor just say, let pastor release us. You will know. Ah! Esha! The war, right? But single people, they think that's, that's all we do. What ask the real married people? <laughs> Sometimes, one boss, they don't even remember. Say, ah, ah, babe, babe. Ah, ah. Don't let's be asked, please, please, please. You people are laughing. But married people know. They are coding because they don't want you to know the real truth. Amen? Every marriage, whether marriage may be evil, marriage may be fire, marriage may be all of us have the same. And there are some people who believe that because I'm, you know, I'm too promiscuous. They know. They have some women like that or some guys. Marriage will tame me down. When I step on that altar, it's a, new, it's a fresh start. It's a fresh start. Uh, there are people who say, everything I do before that marriage doesn't count. Even if I sleep with a girl or the day, night before, once I marry, that's the end. My wife will be, ah, she will satisfy me. So marriage will cure that lust. <laughs> the same way Parador cannot, cause, cannot cure HIV. Eh? If you drink Parador for blood to next year, you can never cure HIV. Marriage cannot cure promiscuity. So if you are here, paradventure, you are here and you are promiscuous, or they are asking you to be promiscuous because they love you, just know that you have set up yourself for something called failure in marriage. You see, when Jesus, Bible says, wait to hold your body before you marry, this is not sex talk, but we'll get there. In the course, there was something he was saying. That self-discipline you don't have before you marry, you can never have. 
I'm not a prophet of Dumo. You will never have in marriage. Ask the number of people that have cheated, whether you know them or not. Ask them, when was the first time you cheated? Was it in marriage or outside marriage? Before marriage? Most of them will tell you before marriage. Because marriage does not cure that. All right? Praise God. Praise God. So you can't go into marriage because of sex, because of lust, because of passion. Let me quickly marry. So I'm burning, I'm burning, I'm burning. The reason you want because you want to burn. No. The 41 is revenge. Have you seen people who marry because of revenge? Oh my God. Revenge. You are laughing. There are people that marry because of revenge. That boy broke up with me. I will let him know that I'm a hot babe. That girl, she said I'm not worth it, right? She said I'm just a poor nothing, right? Ah, I will find a fine babe that will embarrass her. There are people who the reason they are marrying is because they were hurt previously by somebody else. It could be other people in a relationship. It could be their parents. I say you cannot amount to anything. Who will marry you with your bow leg? Ah, mommy, don't worry. <laughs> the man I will bring. So, so far, the man now comes and he's just fine. They don't want to care whether he has character, he has this, he has... They don't want to care. He's fine. He loves me. We are marrying. Or the girl is, you know, you know, eh, eh, this girl that is yellow, she has agreed. I go die here. See her bow straight. Ah, no. See her body. No. She's okay. No, but this girl is taking you for granted. No. As she's like that, she's what I need. Why? Because you want to show off. Are we together? Revenge. These are not reasons why people get married. And the one I've already said is the most acceptable of all, which all of us, you know, we kind of agree to. It's because I really just love him. I really, as in, Pastor, you understand. I'm in love. There's no way in the Bible, go and read it from Genesis to Revelation, that the Bible says you should marry because you love. The Bible only says love will you marry. There's no way. Go and check it. Is it good to love someone before you get married? Yes. It's one of the factors, but it is not the reason. We've been together. I just love her. I just love. It's not enough. Love is not enough. Because marriage is not about love. Marriage is about commitment. It's about dedication. Marriage has elements of love inside, but the reason for marriage is not love. If we were to be love, then we won't have over 4,000 divorces or divorce applications just in January. If it was just love. So brothers and sisters, knock this thing off your list. I'm looking for a guy that will sweep me off my feet. I'm looking for a girl that will give me the butterflies. Snuck it off your list. What is the reason for marriage? Let's turn our Bibles. Because the Bible, God is the author of marriage. And he has to tell us why marriage. I mean, you don't agree. Oh, yeah, I agree. Oh. And you know, the truth is, God is just so good. I look back at my life and I, I wonder how did I, I was so young when I made these decisions for marriage and who to be with. And I always wonder how did I make this right decision? Because I believe I made the right decision and that's the honest truth. I believe my husband made the right decision when he married me and I believe I made the right decision. How? I want to show you simple ways. Genesis chapter 1, we always have to go to the beginning. Genesis chapter 1 and verse 26. Then God said, let us make who? Are we there together? Let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them do what? Okay, the Bible, are we there? Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Are we there? And God said, let us make in our image and after our likeness and let them have what? All right, so the reason God created man was for what? The reason God created man was for what? The reason why God created the sun was for what? To shine and for light. So remember this, God is purposeful. God is what? Purposeful. There's a reason he created the sun. There's a reason he created the stars. There's a reason he created man. God had created the whole world. He had done everything, but he felt like somebody should control this. So the reason he created man was for what? Dominion. 
All right? He says, let us make man. And then let's keep looking. He says, have dominion. That's the reason. Over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the cattle, over the earth and everything creeping that creeps upon the earth. I'm reading from New King James. It might be a bit different. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Him, what? So when God created man, he created man and woman, male and female. And the purpose was for what? Dominion. The purpose was for what? Dominion. And God blessed them, that's verse 28, and said to them, be fruitful, multiply, fill the earth, subdue it, have dominion. Clear cut agenda for man. What's the agenda? Fill, dominion, subdue. Clear cut vision plan for man. Now let's move to verse chapter 2, verse 7. So then man makes the, God makes man, the body of man, and we see that in verse 7. It says, and the Lord formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostril the breath of life. And man became a living being. What was man was supposed to do based on what God said in Genesis 1.6? Have, have, great. So God made this man. He was formed. Let's see. We've seen verse 7. Let's go to verse 15 and see what happened. Then God took man. And put him in the garden to do what? Tend and keep it. So was man in line with what God had called him to do? Was he in line? Have dominion. Be fruitful. Subdue. Are we together? So God said, okay, now that you're here, I've made you, your body's here, go and tend. That's where you're going to start from. He started with tending. The vision is have dominion. When God speaks, he always speaks from the end. So the end is what? Have dominion. But where is he starting from? Tend the garden. Praise God. That's a word for somebody else. Praise God. All right. So he started doing what? Tend and keep it. The vision, have dominion. Let's continue reading. And God commanded, and the Lord commanded the man saying, of every tree of the garden, and he gave him some instructions. Verse 18, he says, and God said, it is not good that man should be alone. Look at this. What was man doing? Having dominion, right? And God says, while he was doing that, he says, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper comparable to him. Verse 19 says, Out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field, every best bird of the air, and um, brought them to Adam to see what he will call them. What was Adam doing? Walking. So when God said man should not be alone, what was the purpose for man not to be alone? Happiness? Please, let's go through it. Happiness? Loneliness? Sexual orgies? Mommy is pressuring me. Daddy is pressuring me. Pepe them gang. What was the reason? I've given you work. You cannot work alone. Come and join with another human being. Different species and fulfill the work. The reason God created marriage was for the fulfillment of the vision of God for your life. The reason God created marriage is for the fulfillment of the vision of God for your life. And the end of that vision is that you have dominion. So any woman, any man that does not have vision for their life is a candidate of not being married. And the truth is that not everybody will marry. It may sound simple, but when you don't know the purpose of a thing, you will misuse it. Let's keep reading. Verse 18, and you know, God said it's not good for man to be alone. And verse 21, oh, let's, no, let's keep reading from verse 19. And out of the ground, God formed every base of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam and see what he will call them. And whatever Adam called the living creature, that was his name. Adam was busy. So Adam gave all the names to the cattle. See what he was doing now. This guy was busy now. Tending the garden, doing what's in line in the God's vision. No. He was not busy with his own vision. No. And I'm still going to speak about ambition. Marrying a man with vision is different from a man with ambition. Please. Because a man that has an ambition will sacrifice you because you are not part of his vision. The reason Adam and Eve stood together was they had a vision. Even when they messed it up, they still knew there was a purpose on us. They knew, even when they ate of the tree, if you don't say you are a very foolish man, why do you go and tell God is me? Because they knew that, listen, no, there's still a vision. We've messed up. But there's still a vision. We need to be fruitful. We need to multiply. They didn't split up. They didn't split up. Adam didn't say, ah, 
Before you came, I could go hard work. That's an ambitious man who is driving for his own goals. Please, 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 you are distracting my life. Or the lady is saying, I beg, I beg, oh, man is not all I need, though. Because, you know, there are extremes to these things. It's not just men. There are women like that. Independent woman. What a man can do, I can do it better. <laughs> they had an understanding. The reason you were here and I was here and this institution was formed was we have a divine mandate. And look at it. And the Lord caused, let's go to verse 20. So Adam gave all, gave names to all the cattle, to the birds of the air, and every beast of the field. But to, for Adam, look at it again. But for Adam, there was what? Helper for what? For the bedroom? For cooking and washing his clothes? Amen? They say, as you preach, you will cook and wash clothes. In Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say Amen. 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 Glory to God. And when God butter your bread, you now hire a chef and buy washing machine. Glory. Back to the message. But what was the reason? I know we are laughing, but what was the reason? He says, but for Adam, and you see, this is basic. But if the foundation be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Sama nothing. The only thing you can do is go back and fix the foundation. Whether you are married whether you are single, whether you are divorced, this foundation, we all need it. So this is not a message for single people. This is not a message for married people. This is a message for every single person who desires the estate of marriage. If you're married here today and you don't have a vision for your marriage, go back. Lord, why did you even create me? And begin to run with it. If you are looking for someone to date, don't, the people marry for the funniest reasons. It's tall. Please, in the scheme of destiny, Destiny fulfillment that all of us will stand before our maker and God, the judge. Shile, I sent you. Give me a name. Hmm? Lion. Pablo, bless you. Shile, I gave you Pablo for you to fulfill the assignment I have for you in the education industry. Why? God, Pablo was too short. You should think, think about it. That the reason you did not fulfill God's call on your life was because you based the marriage institution solely on looks. Solely on six-packs. Solely on curves. Solely on the guy is a local girl. The guy is a local man. You left the weightier matters. The thing that matters the most. You now went to pick what? The thing that doesn't matter. You say, I want a tall man. So that it will be easy to knock your head, Abby. Or what? Because they have made constructs. And many of these constructs came from social, not even social media. Social media has taken it to the next level. From movies. And let me remind you, everything you watch in a movie is a theme. And that means they are using you to make money. Nobody makes a movie to, make, to educate you or to inform you. The reason they made that movie was so that they can collect your money. But you will not exchange that movie and say, this is the real deal. No. Hollywood is not making movies for you to, be, to train you. No, sir. They are entertainers. They are not mentors. They are not informers. They are not culture shapers. They are not. Every movie that you watched, every book that you read, Mills and Boons, and his, the sweat was glistening over his shoulder. And as I saw him, I knew, oh, my Jesus. Something woke up in me. Oh, I never knew it was there. They never wrote it for you to make it your, your train of thoughts for life. Enjoy it and close it and go. And go and have real sense. Bible sense. And Bible says, let's go on, let's go on. So God gave them to all the cattle, to the birds in the air, to every beast. But for Adam, there was none found a helper comparable to him for the assignment. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam. He slept. And he took one of his ribs and he closed it up, the flesh in this place, and the rib which God had taken from him, he made into a woman. And he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now the bone of my bones and the flesh of my flesh. And she shall be called woman because she was taken out of me. 
Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and two shall become one flesh. What is the therefore? The therefore is now he has found a helper for the task. The therefore, why do you leave your father and mother? You have found a helper for what? The task. So the first and most important thing you want to do in your relationship, in your marriage, is to find out the why of the marriage. And it's not all those reasons I listed. It's for purpose. The God-given purpose. And God saved my soul that I didn't miss it. We make relationships complicated these days because of everything we see on social media. I can't deal with a guy who has this. I can't deal with a girl who has that. Based on my normal standards, the man I married had nothing physically that I wanted. And I'm pretty sure that I wasn't so high on his list as well. He always wanted short, portable women that, you know, he always says that I can put inside a box. I was not boxable. Glory to God. My personality, my mouth, everything. Go, boxable. I will talk. Amen. Glory. I'm learning now, Shadow. I must not talk in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, daddy. Glory to God. That's still another dimension. I wasn't. But he wasn't everything I was looking for. I keep asking myself, how did I get it right? I was so young. How old was I? We did it for so long, about six years. So you, and then I'm married. I'm married for 10 years. So it moved 16 years from my life. I was not so old now. But how? 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 I keep asking myself, how? Because why are these ladies and these guys making this wrong decision? Was it because I was younger? No. Younger people make worse mistakes. Ah, it's when you are young, you are looking for nonsense. Amen? You say maybe because they are older, they should know what they are looking for. But they're not what they are looking for. They are now more firm in the wrong thing. They are more convinced that he must have car. I say he must have. I don't understand. The whole marriage you want to do if he does not have car. How? In the grand scheme of life. Car. Is it that you have placed your destiny so low that or more it must be car? My husband didn't have a car. Praise God. My husband did not have he had work but not job. He had the work of the kingdom. There was nothing my mother did not say that I should not marry this boy. This man, excuse me, is a man of God. <laughs> but I remember vividly when I was going to get married, I went to the church. Yeah, there have been plenty of boys in my life, plenty. Ah, those people. You know, God is good. God is not only good, he's merciful. He's merciful unto me. My destiny will have entered one way now, but it last didn't. We went, and he asked me out, and of course I was so overwhelmed that I didn't think about this. So. And I went to church because there's a place where God speaks to you. Never forget that. God sends his word in his house. Please. I went to the house of God, and I was praying. It was a meeting, I was praying. I was praying, and I was praying. You know, and I was, you know, it was a meeting where there were, you know, men of God in the meeting, and, you know, there were this... Uh, Highly esteemed mentors, not fathers of the faith, you know, and they were preaching. And as they were preaching, what happened was I saw myself. It was a vision of my life. It's not like I saw angels and all. I just knew in my heart that as Kenneth is to Gloria, that is the call of my life. Vision. Do you understand? So I knew that I was going to marry. That was when I knew I was going to be a pastor, marry a pastor, and we're going to do ministry together. Remember, there are different types. You know, there's Hagin and Oreta Hagin, she did not do ministry. I hope you know. But she was a good wife. That was her own. I saw it that as this man is preaching, I'm going to be on this side. I saw it. So the reason I said yes, eventually, amen, was because God had impressed a vision on my heart. I was primarily in this marriage because God wanted to do something with the world. He wanted to do something in the ministry. He wanted a man and myself to do something for him. That is my primary reason. And the truth is that over the course of my 10 years and even six years of dating, I had to ask myself over and over, why am I in this relationship? Because I broke up with him maybe 13 times. And that's because I kept on being distracted. And I'm going to be honest with you. I kept on being distracted. At some point, I told my... Be careful who advises you. Be careful. My time is almost fast spent. There are plenty of things I want to say. But that's why it is what a series. Ah, 
All these Christian boys, that's what we're saying. They don't even know how to take care of a woman. Ah, everything is faith. Word, faith, faith word, faith. Let's go and eat his faith. Let's go to movie his faith. Kilo day. Am I the one that killed Jesus? Well, yes, but. I told my husband, let's go to cinema. God for what's that? Hey, yeah? Is this what is she, uh, mm, uh, make me happy now? I will write list. Call me every morning. Call me five times a day. Buy me video make because it not have much money. So I could I'm okay with video make. Just buy me something. Please. I'm proud today. I've gone to uh, uh, multi, they have taken care of me. Glory. Glory. Ah. But they are taking care of me better than in marriage in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't go and clap for the wrong person. Buy me video make. Yes, you see, I, I think you still have that list. You don't have it again. I wrote him. Tell me I love you 15 times a day. In the morning, in the... they did not know love. They did not know romance. Every time you see them, it's kenegi, 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 kenegi. Kilo day. I was tired, though. Ah. Mm. Ah. It's word of God. The Lord said, the Lord said. Until today, it's still kenegi, kenegi. The Lord said, the Lord said. Until today. Mm. But there's not a spice of romance, so plenty self. Ah. So as I was dating him, I've seen this vision. Oh, this one nobody told me. Oh, that is as on this one. God directs. See a rubber vision. I carried another brother. Oh, I'd been ordained as a pastor in the ministry. I broke up with the pastor because my call is. I'm pastor. Whether this man will be dropping me. Oh, I'm having service. I'm going to preach. We are doing all this PFA then. He will drop me. He had car. Ah. He had a blackberry. Praise God. Ah. We can pink. Ah. For my husband, my boyfriend to buy his face. To buy the phone. Ah. I had gone. But you know, I'll be having conversations with his brother and he was a Christian. So I want you to understand that it's his purpose. Not that he's a Christian. Not that he's a good guy. Not that it's nice. In the scheme of destiny, what is niceness, Egbami? You will get to heaven. God will say, why did you marry a non-believer? Ah, Lord, is nice. I've seen Shege. Those church boys, they've shown me Shege. That boy was just nice. Some people, it's because of your past. The boy that broke your heart, that you're running to go and meet some. You will, all the other red flags. He said, he was not responsible. This one is very responsible. He used to send me money. I'm dying here. Let me continue my story. We'll converse, so me and this guy will converse. He was a Christian, he used to go to church, you know. But I'll tell him, you know, I'm so passionate, I just sense in my heart that you know, you I'm just gonna be pre- every time I close my eyes, I just see myself preaching, holding a mic, you know, speaking the word of God. And it's not as though you say, oh, that's good, that's good, but you know, when you marry, I most likely will open a shop for you. Is it bad? No, he's a he was a very good man, but it's my destiny shop. Please help me to be selling biscuit and sweets. Imagine how frustrated I'll have been in that marriage. So you see how marriages fail before they even start. He might be doing everything. People will say it's because we're not having enough sex. That's why our marriage is failing. No, sir. It's because we're not, it's not giving. No, sir. Those things, marriages weather them. Marriage was made to weather storms. It was created to weather storms. So it is not those things that break the marriage. It's when the foundation is not there. And this guy was a good guy. However, my destiny is not to be selling biscuits. It is another woman's destiny to be selling biscuits and open big shop and probably be using it to feed the world people and maybe doing motherless babies at the end of the day. He said, have dominion, but start from tending. So maybe I only to start open shop and at the end of the day, the shop will be global and the proceeds will be going to orphanages. It can be the call of our life. I'm not looking down on it. But it was not the call of my life. But I was not here, you know. But God deliver. God say God is faithful. If you get home today, say God for saving this woman's destiny. Thank you. This is demonizing me. I'd seen a vision, I'd heard from God, but I was distracted. And that's how a lot of us are. A lot of us spiritual sisters, spiritual brothers. You know that this is where God is leading you to. That is even if you know. If you don't know, please go and break up. 
If you don't know anything about the destiny of God for your life, go and break up. You have no reason to be in relationship. If you are married, go and find it because I can't tell you to go and break up. Go and find it. Go and find it. And find the person that is best suited to fulfill that vision. Or that person will find you because you attract who you are. Everything in my, me and my husband's destiny, we were not supposed to meet in medical school. Unilag was not his first choice. Unilag never takes anybody who is not first choice. Am I lying? He wanted to go to Ife. He had done everything, but his father insisted. Medical school was not my destiny. If you name me in primary school and secondary school, you will know that this girl should not be a doctor. I should not be a dancer, photographer, video girl. Nothing in my destiny was science class. Nothing. I failed. SS1 failed. SS2 failed. SS3 failed. Science subjects. My father said, you must be a doctor. I said, but me. Give me another one. There's lawyer, doctor. He said, this you. He must be doctor. The way our paths crossed could only have been divine. Because of the call of God on our lives. Hallelujah. So if there's nothing I've said today, is take one thing. There are many reasons for marriage. However, let me say this. Finding out the purpose for marriage is not the only thing that makes your marriage work. There are other key elements, but this is the foundation. Nobody sleeps on the foundation. Nobody lives on the foundation, but nobody can do well without the foundation. Nobody builds a house and celebrates and says, I have a foundation. Yes, you can do a party, but you're not going to pack into your foundation, sir. Abby, Abby, you must build the house. And there are two other key ingredients, and I'm, not going to, I'm just going to mention them now, but I'm not going to stay there, is number two, who you marry. Knowing the purpose of marriage is not enough, you must know who you are supposed to marry. 50% of marriage problems is solved if you marry the right person. 50. 50%. That means if there are other problems, at least you have a good pass mark if you marry the right person. 50, how many? 50. Someone says, and I believe it, it takes two good eggs to make an omelette. Marriage is not the problem. It's the bad egg you brought. How many of you know that if you break 10 eggs and they're all good, and you take one egg that has rotten and you mistakenly whisk it, can you salvage it? Uh -uh. Can you eat it? But in marriage, we don't, I don't know what the issue is. We will see that it's bad. We will see that she's bad, but I can change them. So the first thing is purpose, and the second thing is what? Who you marry? We're still going to talk about who you marry, because that one too is another long something. Praise God. You don't marry, I'm planning to. I'm planning to, boys. Glory. Don't marry them. Whether they have call on their life, if they call, no have leg. Don't marry anybody. I'm planning to, I'm planning to. You are 35, you are planning to. When you have done it, call me back. Glory, when you have started, call me back. Mm-hmm. Pastor always says something. Have bias towards action. Don't marry any inactive person. Don't talk about that. Glory to God. Who you marry? The third thing is now how you marry. The wisdom and the sense you used to enter the marriage. Because it's good that you marry the right person. But if two of you are good together and you don't have, you'll be spoiled. It. I see so many people. And I say, come, let me counsel you. Don't spoil this good thing that God has given you. There are people like that. I always come. This, this relationship that you're hiding and you're keeping as if uh, you, uh, you will know what it is to make a marriage work. You don't. Nobody came with blueprint on how to make marriage work. No, you, I didn't come with it. I had to go and learn it. Practice it. You can never make marriage work without information and the right knowledge. Before your marriage and much more during your marriage. You can never, listen to me, all those men that will say, let us settle it between ourselves. It is, it is a lie from the pit of hell. Marriage is not an emotional thing. Marriage is not your idea. Marriage is God, God's idea. If you do not know how to do marriage, how to do marriage from God's perspective, you can never, mark my words, make marriage work. No matter the vision you have, no matter the right person you marry, if you do not know how to make it work, your marriage will not work. I'm saying your marriage will not work as if I'm shaking. Please, your marriage will work in Jesus' name. But that's not what it takes. That's not what it takes. So single and married is complicated. 
all those people who are here who will tell you that they have had a divorce or they are listening, they will tell you in one of these three things, something was faulty. They will tell you. The woman will say, I did not know. He was a, even pastors and pastors were, yes, he had a ministry. Yes, he was doing something good. But madam, did you have a vision for your life? It's not all about him. Did you? I had a vision. If I didn't marry Pastor Ayajani, I would still be Pastor Diola somewhere else. With someone else. Because that is the call of God on my life. I am not Pastor Diola because I married Pastor Ayo. I'm Pastor Adiola Ajani because of that. I could have been Pastor Diola something else. But thank God I got the right one. But the call of God on my life, which is unshakable, and I knew, was ministry. That is why I'm here. I'm not getting a handout from him. No. God called me, sir. I didn't call myself. So it's not just the men that should have a vision. Woman, have your own. And more often than not, your vision will tally with the one that God has sent you to help. God is not the author of confusion. He can't tell the man to do this business and the woman to do that business. Imagine now the woman's dream. Oh, I really want to be, you know, the speaker of you know, Nigeria. I see how I can do God has placed this in your heart, a burden for politics. And the man you are going to marry, say, ah, I want to be the biggest coffee maker in my village. Does it tally? Does it tally? But do you know that there's a woman who is made for that man? That, eh, this coffee making, we will be global. Hallelujah. So you cannot just follow a man who has a vision. Woman, have your own. Man, have your own. And that's the foundation. So what are the three th key elements? If you want to have a happy home, no matter where you are, single, married is complicated. Number one is what? A purpose for your life. A purpose for your life. A vision for your life. Number two is what? Who you marry. Who you marry. You have to marry a good person. You have to. You can't marry someone who disrespects you. You cannot. Don't say that nonsense. I'm in love with him. I'm in love with her. And she treats you like crap. Please have some dignity. He loves you, but he's slapping you. Please get out of there. That is not love. That is stupidity. Don't let us brand what love is not. Amen. And the third and final reason is what? How you marry. You must marry with wisdom, brothers and sisters. You must marry with wisdom. It is through wisdom that the house is built, not emotions. You, as you are, you do not have the requisite skills to make your relationship work. Agree. The way you are right now, you cannot make that relationship work. Why? Because you need the wisdom to make it work. And how do you get the wisdom? You learn. I want to start a business, Brother Musa. And I go to God. God gives me vision. Gives me idea. Go and start trucking business. That is where your money is. That is where your oil is. That is what I want you to do. Will you not go and read about it? Or you just say, Father, Jesus, show me all the revelation I need for trucking business. Show me, show me, show me, show me. Well, God gives, what God has told another man, he won't start telling you again. No. It's either in a book or it's in the mouth of another person. Go and look for it. So don't keep that marriage a secret and say, we, we, we will bear our pain together. You will suffer needlessly. Both of you. That good thing that God has given to you, you can actually mess it up without wisdom. Praise God. Have we been blessed today? Have we learned something today? Let's rise up on our feet. And what I want us to do is a simple heartfelt prayer. I believe that the prayers must be, must be heartfelt. Lord, help me. See, be sincere. Lord, this marriage issue, help me. Lord, help me. Close your eyes right now. Help me. Wherever I have gotten it wrong, show me. Help me. Teach me. Let this heart be tender before you, oh God. Let this heart seek for the right things. Every strong mindset, every limiting belief system that has held me bound, Lord, I break it now. Whether I am married or not, I choose to be yielded to you, submitted to you, to be meek to you, oh God. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Open your mouth and begin to pray. As you speak, it enters the ears of your father. And peradventure, you are here, you are not born again. Please, you know that you cannot make your marriage work. Whether you're online or you're on site. The only people who can get a vision from their lives is those who are linked to Jesus Christ, their Lord and personal savior. 
Jesus would only give his goodies, his vision, his treasures to his children. If you're not born again, you need to get born again. If you're here, you want to get born again quickly. I know it's a relationship seminar. Lift up your hands. If you're online, make sure that you send a message. I want to give my heart to Christ. Anybody? If you are not in that category, keep praying for yourself, please. Keep praying for yourself, please. Anyone who wants to give their hearts to Christ? Glory to God. We are all born again. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now begin to pray for yourself. If you are online, please put it in chat. Someone will reach you online. As you speak, it's entering into his ears. You can have the marriage of your dreams. You can have a beautiful marriage. You can have a quarrel-free marriage. Lord, help me. Teach me. Show me. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Father, as we have spoken in your heart, let it be unto us. In Jesus' name. Put your hands together for Jesus if you were blessed, if you were instructed. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To be a part of any of our programs or services, visit our website www.petracc.org for our different locations and service times. We'll be happy to have you join our online community. Follow us on our social media handle on YouTube, Facebook and Instagram at Petra Christian Center. You can also reach us via email at correspondent at petracc.org or call us on 070-173-87222. Petra Christian Center, building Jesus communities globally.